Miami took care of business last night, but now it's time to turn our attention to Wednesday's huge matchups. We're going to talk Duke-Virginia. We're going to talk all of the games available to you tonight for ACC men's basketball and how the women are kicking off on Thursday. So much to get into. So many hopes and dreams may be lost after tonight's matchups. Let's get into it. ACC, your daily podcast on the Atlantic Coast Conference, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to today's edition of Locked On ACC. I'm your host, Candace Cooper. Thank you for making me your first listen each and every day, as well as my co-hosts. We have Kenton Gibbs on Monday. We have J.J. Jackson usually on Tuesdays, A.J. Black on Wednesdays, Tyler Aki on Thursdays, and Drizzy Drake on Fridays. Running solo here due to the fact that we've got a lot going on in several people's lives, so we're just rocking and rolling, but we're so glad that you stopped by here to listen to the ACC podcast. Now, we'll get into Tuesday night's matchups. want to make sure you guys get all caught up in case you missed it. Miami took care of business last night against Pittsburgh in the 85-64 win. Thanks to Anthony Walker. Thanks to McGusty. Thanks to Mr. Wong. It was all Miami all night, which if you are a fan of any teams that got beat by Pittsburgh this year, you're scratching your head like how in the world did our team lose to the Panthers? They weren't in it, right? They never get really gave themselves Give the, gave themselves an opportunity. And sure, Hughley put up his usual, had 20 points. Odukali had a nice 10. Burton gave you 12. Guye gave you 11. But overall, defensively, they just could not get it done as a whole. It's hard to stop, you know, a 19 from Augusti, 19 from Moore, and 12 and 12 from Miller and Wardenburg. I think Coach Laranega has certainly put this team in a great position to be successful. I know we talk about Coach Forbes and even Coach K being in the Coach of the Year conversation, but I would put Coach Laranega in top three consideration just for how well he's done for this program, especially this season. A lot of people did not have Miami sitting pretty in the top five, let alone being the number three team in the current standing. So as it stands, right, we want to make sure you guys are well equipped and well aware of what's going on in regular season standings. Duke is still number one, the only ranked team here in our conference at number nine. Currently, they will face off on face off against Virginia, which we'll talk about here in a moment. Excuse me, they're number seven. Then we have Notre Dame, who is sitting at number two, and they are one game behind the Blue Devils. You have Miami, North Carolina, Wake Forest, Virginia, Syracuse, Virginia Tech, Florida State, Louisville, Pitt, Boston College, Clemson, NC State, and Georgia Tech. I feel like Kenton Gibbs, a locked in Wolfpack, will be happy to know that NC State is no longer at the bottom of the barrel when it comes to our conference. We talked about that a lot on Monday, if you have not listened to that show. But as it stands, Duke sitting pretty at the top. There was a healthy debate yesterday about whether or not Coach K should be coach of the year based on the fact that his team is the only one ranked and how you know they've pretty much stayed atop of the charts this season. There was also argument that it's Coach Forbes and every, nobody else because of, one, you have the player of the year who Alondez Williams 
will most likely be that. I know we might see a little Paolo Banquero conversation, maybe a little Mark Williams conversation, maybe even Armando Baycott conversation. But I think Alandez, who's leading currently in scoring and assists, certainly can make the case for himself. And the way that coach, and the way that Wake Forest is sitting number five in the standings, it's hard to argue down why Forbes should not be coach of the year, only because. Who thought Wake Forest, who was predicted, I think, 13th in the preseason to be this good and dominate this much? The way they've played big in some really important games, I think, is why you consider that, consider Forbes to be coach of the year. But on the other end, people were saying, at what point do you still admire and rightfully give props to achievement, high achievement? Yes, the Blue Devils have extremely high expectations, but in some regards and most regards, they've delivered, right? Still being number one, as they were supposed to do. I mean, it's still hard to stay on top no matter what it is. Only three losses on the season. Coach K, of course, is his last year being in retirement. A lot of people are saying, well, maybe we should give him one to end out on top. But I think, of course, I always am all about earning things. However, I do understand the politics and the pomp and circumstance. So we'll see how things finish up. But still a lot, well, not a lot, but a little, but very important (laughs) games left here in the rest of the season. And of course, these Wednesday matchups are no different. So I want to get right into some big ones here. Duke will face Virginia on ESPN at 7 p.m., the 23 and 4 Blue Devils face the 17 and 10 Cavaliers. The Cavs, who are coached by Coach Bennett, looking for an opportunity by technically by math sakes, there is a chance that they could make the NCAA tournament. They're going to need a lot of help, and they're most certainly, to me, and in a lot of people's eyes, going to need this win here on Wednesday tonight. They're going to need this opportunity to make their case. Big wins quad one win. They're going to have to make a decent run in the ACC tournament, but if they do not win tonight, you can almost but certainly say your chances of dancing in March are done, which um, which honestly, rightfully so. There it is. I tried to get it out. It was a little tough. They got losses to Pitt, got losses to NC State, the bottom of the barrel teams here that we have in our conference. And it's just a lackluster resume overall. I think the way they got beat by Carolina, it's just not the Virginia that we're used to seeing. Of course, they pulled out some big wins late here. The Reese Beekman shot, winning by one at Cameron. Of course, that helps your resume. But 17 and 10, you're going to have to win the conference in order to get yourself an automatic bid. On the other side, the Duke Blue Devils are looking to keep things rolling, get a little revenge action here, trying to make sure that they beat the Cavaliers. Got to have some big-time minutes from Mark Williams. Got to have some big-time plays from guys like Paolo Banquero. You really need Wendell Moore Jr. to have that senior leadership going into tonight. I think a lot of conversation has been around, is Duke a viable number one team? Are they really in contention to win the whole kit and caboodle? And I would say, sure, on paper, absolutely can be in the fight. There have been talks about Kentucky, Gonzaga, Auburn, Purdue, right? But I think that Duke certainly can make its case. How it makes its case, though, is going to have to have a big time uh, season postseason from Paolo Bencaro. I think he's going to have to step up a little bit more. He's played you know, strong minutes. He's come up big in big moments, but... His consistency to me hasn't always been there. I think some, I don't want to say he's taking nights off. Clearly he goes out and plays hard, but 
if you're going to be the man, if you're going to be that high profile player, you got to be the one that I lean on or say it was the three star, the five star review every time you wrap up a game. He hasn't always been the best player on that court, which fine. Duke has been able to make that not necessarily be a factor. But unfortunately, if you're going to be in the conversation to be number one overall pick, you're going to have to show me something as to why you know they feel like you are the man and feel like you are the best person on this team. So a lot riding on Duke with this win. Can Paolo step up big? He did not necessarily have the greatest game the first time out against the Cavaliers, and maybe he has a chip on his shoulder, and he will certainly improve here on the next time out. So make sure you guys check that out. 7 p.m. on ESPN. It should be a great matchup. Excited to see you know what's going to go down between these two teams. Now I'm going to talk about the rest of the games here that are happening tonight. But first, this time of year, I know you guys are trying to get right still for the season. You're trying to get that summer body together. Maybe you should try Built Bar. They're all Built Bars are 100% covered in real chocolate. Yes, 100% real chocolate. Low calorie, high protein. Replace your candy bars with these. They are better. Even though a typical candy bar, you know, might taste good, it's not healthy for you. It has 200 to 300 calories and nothing but that trans saturated fat that you don't need. However, Bill Bar has 130 calories, 4 grams of sugar, Four net carbs and 17 grams of protein. Compare that to a candy bar, which, you know, usually, again, not that great for you. Mint brownie, coconut, coconut almond, and new of this month, white chocolate cookies and cream. They are del- all delicious and new flavors coming out all the time. If you think a flavor might be good, they'll certainly make it over there at Built Bar. It is, it will be delicious and it will be good for you. At Built Bar, they are about the taste. They make it they make it taste delicious first, then figure out how to make it healthy. And I don't know how they pull it off, but they do so every time. Go to built.com, use promo code LOCK15 and get 15% off your order. Use promo code LOCK15 for 15% off at built.com. So we're rocking and rolling here, Locked on ACC podcast, talking about some Wednesday men's ACC basketball matchups here. Mentioned Duke and Virginia tonight at 7. There are more 7 o'clock games here on our various networks. We have ACC Network Extra, Boston College, and NC State. While there is not necessarily a lot to play for in terms of NCAA tournament implications, you play for pride, right? You play to make sure that you do not have potentially a 20-loss season for first time for NC State. That could very well be if they don't get things together. And as for Boston College, you want to keep the momentum rolling. You want to stay high after beating Florida State. You want to feel good about yourselves and really keep convincing all of us that next season, once you figure things out even more after one year under Coach Grant, you can certainly be in the conversation to be maybe middle of the pack and then you jump to the top of the pack or maybe be like Coach Forbes and you're a top five team in the conference. There's a lot riding on just playing for the future of these various schools. So Boston College, NC State, 7 o'clock on ACC Network. Then you have Syracuse and Notre Dame. Syracuse very much in the hunt, as we like to say, despite the fact that they are not having the world's greatest season. They're almost right where we all think they should be in terms of having a chance. A 9-7 and seven conference record. Currently, Syracuse Orange are sitting in 6th place, sorry, 7th place when it comes to ACC standings, and they are trying to 
get hype, get that <laughs> bit of a ball rolling as they face some really strong opponents here in their last crop of games. Syracuse will play Notre Dame tonight, and the 19-8 and squad who is looking to really get things going in terms of bouncing back off of high energy, big wins. They lost to Wake Forest on Saturday, and now they are trying to make sure that they stay atop, fight, keep fighting behind those Blue Devils. Syracuse not only faces Notre Dame, but then they'll have to play Duke, North Carolina, and end with Miami. So no scrubs left on Syracuse's schedule. It'll be a good one. Make sure you get your popcorn ready. Then at 7 p.m., the last 7 o'clock game for tonight, we'll have Wake Forest playing Clemson. Wake Forest, Demon Deacons currently sitting in third, excuse me, fifth place. Man, I'm having trouble with my standings. Like I can't read right in front of me. We have the ACC basketball standings, Wake Forest in fifth. As I had mentioned, they'll play Clemson. Should be a gimme, but there is there anything as a gimme here in the ACC? I wish I could say it's true, but that's why they play the game. And now we will see the Wake Forest uh, Demon Deacons take on the Clemson Tigers 12 and 15 team, taking on the 21 and 7 squad on ACC Network at 7 o'clock. We have we've seen highlights from Nick Honor. We've seen PJ Hall step up in big ways. We're going to have to see really big things from these Clemson Tigers in order to battle an Alondez William, Jake LaRavia, and company. We're going to make sure that we get the popcorn for this one because I think when you want Wake Forest to state their case as to why they should be an NCAA tournament team, you've got to win these type of games and you got to win them handily. So, say all that to say, Wake Forest has got a lot going on. Clemson's playing for pride at this point, but still a win. It will always be a good win, especially in this conference. Virginia Tech faces Georgia Tech, our last game of the evening at 9 o'clock. You'll see the Hokies take be in Atlanta to take on the Yellow Jackets. Swapped records here. You got Virginia Tech with 16 and 11, Georgia Tech with 11 and 16. Very disappointing season from Virginia Tech overall. You would assume a team that had a lot of veteran leadership on it would have stepped up in bigger ways. It's kind of been underwhelming, but you still think about the fact that tournaments are all about that veteran leadership. Tournaments are all about guys who've been there before. Virginia Tech has what it takes. Sometimes they live by the three and die by the three, but you can't ever count them out. I think if they figure out how to really gel better, play not, not play down to their competition, they could be a dangerous team. But honestly, I can make that case for every single team here in this conference. Georgia Tech, on the other hand, not really having the best go of things. A team that recently, 2019 ACC champ, 2020 ACC champions, now sitting at the bottom of the pack in the entire conference. It's tough, right? It's extremely tough. But unfortunately, somebody's got to win, somebody's got to lose, and the the Hokies certainly would be in a better spot if they go ahead and get this dub. And if you want to get out of the bottom three rotation of being the worst team in the ACC, Yellow Jackets, here's your time to shine. <laughs> You're playing for pride at this point. So we have the pride games, then we have the tournament implication games, and then we have can we be national champions <laughs> games that we have here in terms of talking about Duke, right? So I think there's a lot of good things to play for. You play for heart, if nothing else. So hopefully we'll see some really strong matchups out of all of these teams. But if you guys have not yet, make sure – you're locked and loaded with a full schedule, slates of games, Duke, Virginia, Boston College, NC State, 
Syracuse, Notre Dame, Wake Forest, Clemson, Virginia Tech, and Georgia Tech. If you have a favorite game that you are looking forward to seeing, please let me know. Hit me up at LockedOnACC on Twitter. You can also follow me at Candice D. Cooper. Personally, you can let me know what are the matchups that you feel like is going to be best tonight. Are there implications for Coach K and being Coach of the Year? Are there implications for Duke to be the number one team? Could they possibly win an NCAA championship, but they have to get past a team like Virginia? Can Virginia still put themselves in the conversation to be in the NCAA tournament if they beat a Duke team twice? Man, there's a lot riding on that 7 o'clock matchup between Coach Bennett and Coach K. Two really good coaches. Who's going to make the best halftime adjustments? As you can see, what my favorite game of the evening will be. It'll be that first one that kicks off. Well, the kickoff all at the same time, but one that they have on ESPN. So, you know, I'll be dialed in, but I also think it'll be fun to see Wake Forest and Clemson and how Wake Forest can keep their momentum rolling after a big win of Notre Dame. And I think Notre Dame bouncing back and beating a Syracuse will be an interesting matchup. Syracuse also really needing a win. So, so much on the line. I love that we get to have some very important basketball still here talked about football a lot this season, how we had to have the important games. Didn't necessarily have that. And I know as much as people talk about down years for this conference, it really gets tired because I think at the end of the day, you got to play for something. You got to get out there. You got to make sure that you put yourself in the best position to elevate your program. And certainly a lot of these teams here can do just that. Not only can you have the opportunity to watch the games, though, I strongly encourage you guys to get in on the betting action from all the latest odds, totals, player performance props, right to anything that you can imagine. Bet Online is the number one spot for all of your sports betting needs. Bet Online remains the best spot for all of your sports scores, podcasts, and news this season. And it's not just basketball, betonline.net is your source for hockey, boxing, and UCF odds right to you, the Olympic coverage and information. Head to the website or use your mobile, mobile device today to learn more about the trends and actions. BetOnline is where the game starts. So we're wrapping up the show here. We are rocking and rolling. I know I mentioned that the men play tonight. We'll see some Thursday action between the women. Please mark it on your calendars. Big time matchups here. Top 25 teams, Louisville will face Pittsburgh. Georgia Tech will bounce, try and bounce back in a big way against Florida State. Miami will play Virginia Tech. North Carolina will play Virginia. Clemson will play Notre Dame. And then our non-top 25 matchups, Syracuse will play Wake Forest. And Boston College will play Duke. So a lot on the line, a lot to play for for these women. We already saw some ACC tournament brackets out, you know, clearly – NC State has the number one spot. We also had a debate of whether Kunane or Kitley from Virginia Tech, Kunane from NC State would be the ACC Women's Player of the Year. I honestly think it's Kitley, not not just based on stats, but from what I've seen in games, I would think she, I would not even think. I know she's been one of the strongest players in her on her team, but more so in games. I think Kunane sometimes goes missing, unfortunately. But you know, she comes up clutch when it matters. But I think NC State as a whole has gotten better as a team where she doesn't necessarily have to be the best player on the squad. But I would give I would edge Kitley just a little bit. I'm sure. Locked on Wolfpack host Kitten Gibbs would love to debate me on that one. But overall, I'm excited to see the ACC Women's Tournament. I'm going to have a great opportunity to get on some jump on some podcasts that I'll make sure I remind you guys about so we can get you prepped and ready for what should be a really good tournament time. And then when it comes to the men, 
a lot of good things going. Obviously, Duke is currently number one, but there's still a lot of time and a couple, only a couple games behind for the rest of the teams. Everyone's trying to race to the finish to be number one. But, man, oh, man, what a season it has been. And I look forward to talking to you guys about it further. So make sure you follow at LockedOnACC on Twitter. Subscribe on YouTube because I know you haven't done it yet. I can see the subscriptions. And I know I've been waiting for y'all. Then after you do that, you just hit me up at Candice D. Cooper. Let me know how you're feeling about your show. But love a review. Five stars. Always the best. Feeling good about it. And I appreciate your time as always. Hope you guys have a great rest of your day. For Candice Cooper, this is Locked on ACC.